We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It is Friday, October 21st, 2022. Alex Berutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Kreitz. All aboard! This is our first Friday podcast of the start of the regular season. I'm very excited, so we're going to jump into our regular format of news, followed by waiver wire, followed by DF- DFS advice for Friday. Let's jump right in. Zach Levine, still dealing with a knee issue after surgery in the offseason, will not play in back-to-backs to start the year. This would have been great information to know before the season started uh, for people who are interested in Levine this year in fantasy. Uh, we have a crowded Bulls backcourt. You have to roster to Sunmu um, because he's going to start at point guard with Lonzo out. And then, you know, in this first game against the Heat, they kind of went with this combination of Caruso, Kobe White, Dragic. I think Caruso is probably the most viable throughout most of the season. Um, but Levine's going to come back, I think, for the home opener on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. And um, and uh, then he'll be setting out back-to-backs. But, Shannon, do you think there is anything here? I mean, if you have Levine, you have to be looking to trading him to a manager that might be open to it, right? I can certainly explore options. I would still have a lot of trouble trading Levine unless I'm getting a top 40 player in return. Uh, with this news, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find such a deal. Um, so right now, I'm probably just going to keep him on the bench until he's at full speed and, and playing the full complement of minutes. Um, in the meantime, like you said, Dosumu, I absolutely uh, must own in like 12-team leagues. I think there are maybe some shallower formats, 8- to 10-team leagues, where he won't necessarily crack the top 100 and be worthy of a roster spot. But if you're in a deeper league than that and, and you're looking for assist in particular, um, I, I do feel like that's going to be his kind of specialty is getting you five to six assists per game. I don't think we're going to necessarily see him score as much as he did in the season opener, uh, but he is going to be a solid option um, for 12 team leagues and deeper 10 team leagues. Caruso and White, uh, both decent options, too. I consider those two more streaming options uh, while Levine's kind of banged up. Make some trade offers for DeRozan. He's going to be jacking up shots like crazy. We saw that in game one. So uh, 
that's some uh, other action to take. Um, bad news out of Houston. Bad news for Buzzy fantasy fans as Alper and Sangoon came off the bench in game one and played poorly. He committed six turnovers. He's somehow playing behind Hawk Celtic Rocket reject Bruno Fernando, who played actually quite well. Fernando had 25 minutes to Alpi's 22. Fernando, seven points, nine rebounds, seven assists. I don't know where that came from. And two blocks. You know, it's tempting. I and mean, everyone kind of assumed Fernando, because he's been cut three times, has no future. He is only 24 years old. Um, guys, should uh, Sangoon owners panic? I would not panic if I had LP on my team. Not yet. He still came off the bench and had 15 and nine in 22 minutes. Uh, I don't know if this is just some kind of a coaching tactic to motivate him, if it's a strategic play, play um, to, to have him be more of a, a scoring fixture with the second unit and, and give them some more firepower. Either option would make sense to me, but I still think long-term LP is going to make his way into the starting lineup and get there. And the fact that he's posting 15 and nine with in 22 minutes off the bench just proves the type of value that he does have. Uh, as, as far as Fernando goes, we can, we'll discuss him more a little bit later. Yeah, maybe if you're in a turnover league, a nine-cat league, you're a little worried about uh, the opener. But I, I agree with Shannon. I think sooner than later he'll be in there. He might not reach the top 40 value that some people, top 40, top 50 value that some people are drafting him at, but he's not. I don't think he's going to bust. Miles Turner, out at least a week with a sprained ankle after he stepped on a ball boy's foot. During that warm-ups. didn't take long. That didn't take long. <laughs> it did not. Uh, but then to the uh, shock of the fantasy community, Coach Rick Carlisle says, no, not Isaiah Jackson. Terry Taylor. Get in there. Uh, so he shifts <laughs> Jalen Smith to center, throws in Terry Taylor. Great offensive rebounder Terry Taylor is. Um, Shannon, do you think Jackson's a hold? I do. I'm I do. I think if you're in a shallower format and you kind of reached on Jackson, you know, like those 10 team leagues that maybe are 120 players deep, you can find an option that I think is better play for you. Um, or you can just have a, a roster spot of constant streamers uh, instead of Jackson in that in that sized league. Um, in Oh, man. In deeper leagues, absolutely still hold. You know, if you're going 150, 180 players deep, I, I'm still holding him. I don't believe, I mean, Terry Taylor is vastly undersized. I do not expect him to start at center long-term. Uh, he's listed at 6'5", 230. To me, that's well, really not... It was really Smith at center sure, and Taylor sure. playing four, right? But well, still undersized yeah. for that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I, you know, I would even, I agree with, with Alex's assessment that Taylor is a, a decent rebounder, especially for his size. But uh, he's not really a replacement in the starting lineup for Miles Turner. I do think I think we'll see more from Jackson, uh, probably, you know, as soon as tonight. So no, I, I would hold him if if you're in a twelve to twelve team league or deeper. You got to believe this Pacer lineup's going to change constantly throughout the season. They're, you know, unless you're Tyrese Halliburton, everybody else is either trade bait or development project, and. Uh, it's good news for Smith owners, though, when the inevitable or hopeful Turner trade does uh, occur. That's true, and the Pacers do play two more times before Sunday waivers, uh, so you'll have you'll have a couple more bites at the apple to see what's going on 
in Indiana. Ken, what's going on in Golden State? Uh, and what makes all the sense in the world to me, Draymond Green and Clay Thompson, they're on a minutes limit for a couple of weeks. And why not? Does the first half of the season even mean anything to these Warriors? They're all geared for the finals. Those guys are old. Rest them. You've got a decent bet. You got. Let's see Kaminga get some more shots, right? I agree. Yeah, Kaminga didn't take as many shots. He didn't play as many minutes as I wanted him to play in the opener. Um, yeah, Wiseman in there, huh? Come on, they got youth. Play them. Yeah, Wiseman. Wiseman had some moments. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you drafted either of those guys or Jordan Poole, I think you'll enjoy a decent couple of weeks. But we'll see. Obviously, don't panic about the Warriors guys. I'm pretty sure they're on a four game week. Yeah, they're on a four-game week this week. I'd be worried about the back-to-back maybe, uh, but um, there's still upside for them. Obviously, if you drafted them, you're not going to like drop Draymond or or Clay or anything crazy. Like I, I will say my my hot take is in shallower leagues, like if you're in a 10-team league that's maybe 120 players deep, I would drop Draymond. I would totally be fine with that. Well, our um, trade him has got enough name value. Yes, Somebody's absolutely. Be all over him. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely a possibility that you could find a trade partner or even include him as a sweetener in a trade. Uh, but but both Draymond and Klay Thompson played less than 30 minutes per game last year. 20, 29.4 for Klay Thompson and 28.9 minutes per game for Draymond. This team is ridiculously deep. You know, Kaminga, Wiseman, uh, to Michael Green is in the rotation. They've got Dante DiVincenzo, Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, Wiggins, yeah. Curry, of course. It's eight. An extremely, extremely team, and I, I honestly would not be surprised if both Clay and Draymond play essentially, you know, the lowest amount of minutes since yeah. their rookie year. It's um, going to be Tim Duncan. Year. It's going to be just like Tim Duncan in the end of the Spurs, where you know uh, Popovich would put him as old in the injury report. <laughs> you know, like give him maintenance days. This is all about a playoff run. They don't care I, how they do in 82 games. Right. If I'm if I'm projecting those two players for minutes played for the remainder of the season, I would, it would be hard for me to go higher than 28, 29 minutes. Alex, take us to a little bit of the fun news out of that L.A. game last night. Yeah, L.A. versus L.A. last night. Evita Zubac plays 35 minutes to yes. shut down Anthony Davis. Oh! Um, <laughs> Uh, Davis had an okay game, uh, but Zubas goes for 14 and 17 with five blocks. Fantastic start uh, for those who rostered or drafted him this season, hoping for more minutes. I'm still a little worried that against uh, teams that don't have Anthony Davis and Damian Jones as like a front court that they'll, they'll run a little small and Zubas will see like 23, 25, 26 minutes again. But uh, I think you're pretty happy with this so far if you drafted him. And um, I don't think, I mean, he's not, Wherever you drafted him, he's not going to bust. Like he's, Exactly. Anyone yeah. from our sleeper list who does super well, I'm sticking in the news section to pat ourselves on the back. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> I, we discussed Zubach numerous times uh, throughout throughout the offseason and preseason. This this Clippers team does not have another center on the exactly. roster. Exactly. Or at least another center in their rotation. Uh, I mean, you're, you're essentially defaulting to, like, Rocco, Robert Covington, or Batum mm-hmm. as the backup center. You know, I guess Morris, Mike, Mark, Marcus Morris could slide over, but there's only one one true center on that team, and I'll be amazed if he doesn't approach 30 minutes per this season. Exactly. I mean, to that point, look, Zubats is going to have 
very infrequent five block games. Yeah. But seeing him play 35 minutes was just delicious. That's yes, it was. That's going to happen a lot. Morris is really old and uh, already too short to play center. He's going to get minutes there, but he is their only center. Uh, gentlemen, feedback. yeah, let's dive into fan feedback. Uh, our YouTube fan River, he wants to know, who should I trade for if I'm giving up Cade Cunningham? In the comments, I suggested... Bam, Ant-Man, or DeJounte. But Alex and Shannon, who do you want back in return for young star Cade Cunningham? Well, I, I was pretty adamant that I, I thought Cade was easily a top 30 draft pick this season. Um, I picked him there in, in numerous spots. I, 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 I even went as high as I think the highest I probably took him was 21st or 22nd. Um, I would want a top 25 player back. So if we, we've got him ranked 24th on our kind of a general cheat sheet, I need more than, I, I need more than DeJounte Murray or Anthony Edwards. Um, I need a top 20 top, uh, a block top 20 player. You know, it, man, I don't even know if I would trade Cade and this is, you know, this is my bias coming in, but I don't know if I would trade <laughs> Cade straight up for like Booker even. I, I do think that Cade's in for a monster year, and I just think his ceiling's higher than a lot of these other guys who are in that uh, ten to ten to twenty range. Alex, give us the non-piston fan perspective. Oh, I was gonna say, would you trade him for LeBron? <laughs> I Ooh, no, I wouldn't. No, but I, no, I'm I done. Play. I'm done with LeBron. There's too many missed games. I, uh, I, I'm with Shannon. I think you got to get back at minimum a top 30 player, and that's pretty much a guarantee. Um, you know, because Cade is going to run the show in, in Detroit, and he looks great. So you got you all basically also have to get another player who is going to run the show on their team and looks great. You just want a, high, a super high floor guy. Um, so, you know, I think I don't, I don't think DeRozan is necessarily that guy, but yeah, Shannon mentioned someone like Booker. Those are the type of guys you want, but you know, I think that trade is, is really difficult. You're, you're not looking to trade Cade away right now. You're looking to trade for him. So if, if you can, if you can acquire Cade uh, for a guy, you know, Siakam? Like, uh, Siakam, Siakam, no, but I, I consider Siakam top 15. Um, I, I think Siakam. Especially where he's center qualified. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have a monster year. Um, I mean, if I could move SGA for Cade, I would do it. Um, I, I would, I would, I don't even think you'd necessarily have to give up that much though, but there's guys like, like Brad Beal. If I can move Beal for, for Cade, I'm making that deal. Jalen Brown, same thing. I would make that swap. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's hear from our good friends at Top Shot. NBA Top Shot is the officially licensed digital collectible of the NBA. It's a new way to connect with the game by collecting your favorite NBA moments. Top Shot's 24-7 secure peer-to-peer marketplace is where you can find the exact moments you want from your favorite players. Top Shot's Daily challenges let you play your moments along with the NBA games for a chance to win rewards. Now, some say, quote, why would I buy something I could watch for free on YouTube, unquote. But the thing is, it's not about just watching the highlights. It's about owning the NBA's greatest moments, like when Steph set the all-time three-point record. And once you own moments, a universe of fandom unlocks for you like getting access to money-can't-buy experiences, like hanging out with Cade Cunningham, or getting an all-expense-paid trip to the NBA Finals. As the season tips off, sign up for NBA Top Shot today. You can get started with a $9 starter pack that gives you a chance at pulling moments from superstars like Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Don't miss out on this next generation fan platform and start unlocking rewards and experiences today. Head over to about.nbatopshot.com slash rotowire to get in the game. That's about.nbatopshot.com slash rotowire. Now, Alex, give us a word from our good friends at Basketball Reference. It's easy to find LeBron James statistics from last year. With a quick Google search and a visit to Basketball Reference, you can see that he averaged 30.3 points per game. But that raises more questions. Is he the oldest player to average 30 points in a season? Who's had more 30-point-per-game seasons than LeBron? How many players have averaged 30 points but did not win MVP? To answer those questions, there's StatHead. StatHead was created by the people who make Basketball Reference to give you an easy way to explore their database and answer those kinds of questions. 
In StatHead, there are an array of simple tools that unlock an endless number of search options, all using the same easy-to-use interface that you already know from Basketball Reference. Plus, StatHead lets you browse Basketball Reference ad-free. Sign up with the promo code ROTOWIRE for $20 off an annual subscription to StatHead. That's ROTOWIRE for $20 off. Let's jump into the waiver wire, the real meat of the burger of this podcast. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So next week, uh, the Kings are the only team with two games. Everybody else has three or four, and it's about an even-even split. Uh, So no major advantages this week or anything like that. I'm going to jump things off right away with one of our sleepers, who is only fifty, exactly 50% rostered in Yahoo, at least he was last night. 9% 9% ESPN, Santi Aldama. He played yes. 39 minutes against Spaniard. the Knicks in overtime while on my bench in a 16-team league. <laughs> 18 points, 11 boards, three threes, one assist, one steal, one block. Um, looks great. Uh, I want to couch this by saying Dylan Brooks was out. Uh, Zaire Williams was out, and this was an overtime game. But... I still think Aldama is pretty much a lock to see 28 minutes a game until Jaron Jackson comes back. He is basically doing a Jaron Jackson impersonation as a three and D power forward slash center. Mm-hmm. And I think he'll continue seeing backup center minutes. Six a year, six a year, uh, six 11. So um, Adam now, I think he's still a long-term viable guy, especially with Jackson's injury history. Um if you have to drop him at some point in the year, whatever. If he's giving you top 75 value right now, it's, it doesn't matter if you have to drop him later. Shot and block shots and threes are always a winning combo. You scared about what this does to Brandon Clark? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am. I uh I, I think especially well, especially once Dylan they just signed and, Clark to a big nice big deal. Right, right. Well, you know, then the Knicks signed RJ Barrett to a nice deal. He went three for eighteen. So we'll, you know. <laughs> Well, my my theory is one of the reasons why they're they're starting Santi Claus is because they they want to continue to bring Clark off the bench because that's his long term role. Yeah. They don't yeah. want to disrupt anything in that uh, on that end. Have con- an actual competition be- between him and Triple J once Triple J returns. But the you know Santi Claus breakout, I'm with you. I, I'm looking at it as a, as a long term ad. Uh, he he's re- he did this all preseason. And, and there's really no reason to think he won't continue. The minutes were a little bit inflated in the opener because it was an overtime game. Uh, but this is a guy that can average like 15 and eight and get you get you a couple threes, maybe a block per game. I think the blocks. I, I don't think he's going to be a massive uh, defensive uh, stats guy, but but we'll see. Um, Clark, you know, there, there's some worry there with Clark, but I, you know, I, I would hold him for now because I think he's still going to. He's still going to provide value in, in deeper, like 12-team and, and deeper formats. If you're in a shallower league and have Clark, then I would I would look at other options. Well, and how many times, uh, Alex, have you pointed out, we do not know when Jackson's coming back, and they'd be crazy to rush him. So right. Santi could get a lot of run for first half plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ken? Well, before I give my first pick, I do want to ask, if you like our video content, fans, please consider hitting like and subscribe. Uh, I'm going to go with a name also from our sleeper list. Down in Houston, Tari Eason, 
49% owned in Yahoo, 12% only 12% on ESPN. The rookie saw only 15 minutes in game one, but shot four of six from the field with seven boards. The 6'8 forward was awesome in the preseason. I think he's got a great high ceiling. He was the number 17th pick this summer. And to me, Jason Tate, he's a role player on a good team. Eason's where all the upside is. Anyway, this is a longer play pickup. It's going to be harder to get Eason if he makes once he gets into the starting rotation for the Rockets. Or maybe he leads that second team, which frankly isn't that good in Houston. Anyway, so if you can get Tari Eason, he's out there in half the leagues. Uh, I say do so. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah, I um, I'm interested to see how the minutes shape up once Jay Shantae is back because he was hurt, um, and we know Stephen Silas is a monster and would start Bruno Fernando <laughs> over Alper and Shengun. So, uh, but I I agree with I agree with everything you said, Ken. I don't think anything you said was wrong. Like high ceiling. Great per minute guy, just needs the minutes. Um, Shannon, I think I know who you got. Well, I, I think this will probably be one of the more popular targets uh, for free agency in the first week. Jalen Duran, Pistons rookie center, 18 years old. He had 14 points, 10 rebounds, one assist, three blocks in 22 minutes in the season opener. I, I, I love Duran. I think he's going to have value in 12 team leagues. Uh, the blocks, if anyone who did drafts uh, this season, especially late, you know that blocks were hard to come by, especially after guys like Gobert, uh, Turner, all the big mm -hmm. monster block guys were off the board. It's tough to find blocks. And, and Duran's a guy mm -hmm. who will get you that category. My my concern with Duran, long-term concern, is, is what happens once Bagley returns to the rotation. Nerlens Noel was, was available in an emergency emergency situation in the home opener does Nerlens eventually once he's kind of in 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 plain shape does he find a way into the rotation I, I think right now Duran's going to be locked into that backup center position probably see about 18 to 22 minutes per game I'm adding him now with hopes that that role sustains once Bagley returns but you know there's enough rebound and block upside here Really, the one one worry is free throw percentage. So if you're in a rotisserie league and you can't you can't take on another bad free throw shooter, then Duran might might be a pass for you because he was 0 for 0 for four uh, from the line in the season opener, and he's only he was only at sixty three percent in college. When Bagley returns, Shannon, is it Bogdanovich, Bay, or or Duran with shifting players that kind of gets the biggest minutes hurt or is it Bagley is he now a reserve uh, I, I think it Bagley is the reserve I, I I think if Bagley were healthy during the preseason he might have been able to impress enough to challenge Isaiah Stewart for the starting job uh but that you know that ship sailed as soon as yeah. Bagley was out uh Isaiah Stewart did impress Jalen Duran impressed I, I think Bagley is going to be hard pressed to really find playing time but immediately, you know, Begley will get the minutes that we saw Diallo or Kevin Knox play okay. in the first in the first game. Um, you please know, don't I, waste minutes on Kevin Knox, please. No, I don't. I really don't think they will once uh, once Begley returns. And Bogdanovich so. had a great game one. I mean, mm -hmm. he's sort of the adult in the room in that starting lineup. That you know, it's, it doesn't hurt to have one veteran who can also hit threes, spread the floor, direct the offense. 
why everyone else is developing at every other position. But Bogdanovich and Corey Joseph, I think, are the only two players, and Noel and Burks, but those guys aren't playing yet. There's not many guys over 25 on this team. It's a bunch of youngins. And Bogdanovich definitely took that leadership role uh, to hire even in game one. He's locked into the starting lineup. Bay, Cunningham, Ivy, same. So really just matters. If if Stewart plays well, he'll, he'll hold on to the gig, and Duran will hold on to, to the 20 minutes off the bench if he continues to play well. Uh, Alex, take us to your long shot of the week and a reminder for new fans. Uh, we always start with available in 50% of leagues. That was That's who we just went through. And now we're going to the long shot of the week, which are players available in 25% uh, – uh, are, are, sorry, who are rostered in only 25% or fewer teams. Yeah, so this is a pretty deep cut for uh, people in like, you know, 16 to, I don't even know, more teamers. Nick Richards, backup uh, center for the Charlotte Hornets. We got for 19 and 10 in the opener with eight offensive rebounds. Um, uh, interestingly, his minutes were exactly... Uh, paralleled with Dennis Smith Jr.'s, and they both <laughs> played 21 minutes and were plus 28 in that win over the Spurs. Um, they got to move on from Plumley. Plumley is not very good. He does yeah. not fit the rebuilding timeline of this team, which is now only rebuilding because of Miles Bridges not being around. Richards was also good in the preseason. He averaged basically seven and six with a block in 16 minutes. And they're going to have to play PJ Washington a decent amount at power forward because of this Miles Bridges situation. Um, again, this is very much a deep league ad, but, um, could, could end up being a little bit of a hold. I was very surprised to see William, uh, Richards get so many more minutes over Mark Williams, the rookie. Yeah. yeah. That was shocking to me too. That was, that was a trend we saw in the preseason as well. I, 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 Richards is a short-term ad. Um, I don't think I won long-term. I still like Williams too. It, it might not be until the second half of the season or even after the all-star break for the last third or quarter of the season. But I do expect Williams to eventually work his way into the rotation. Uh, Plumley, I agree. He's not part of the rebuild. He's not a long-term option for him. Uh, but I would be surprised if he's removed from, from the starting lineup in the near future. Um, he'll get, I think he's going to get his 20 to 25 minutes per game as a starter uh, until this team either, either totally tanks uh, or someone like like Williams or or Anderson or I'm sorry Richards really steps up uh, and and forces the the the, the Hornets hand. Ben, who's your long shot? We're gonna travel to Utah, another lineup that should be in flux all season long. But they got a big W in Game One, and we're gonna go with their rookie center Walker Kessler, the seven foot one center uh, who's. Rostered in 30% of Yahoo leagues, but only 7% of ESPN. The rookie's battling 31-year-old Kelly Olenek. Olenek is certainly not in the Jazz's rebuilding timeline, uh, while Kessler is. Uh, Kessler had 12 points and 10 rebounds in game one over 24 minutes. The guy averaged 4.6 blocks a game last year at Auburn. So we were talking with, with Duran. Blocks are hard to find, and Kessler could be a really nice source for those. In Utah, that lineup's going to change every day, so Kessler's going to have some great games and some duds. But I just like the upside and love to find gold on terrible rebuilding squads. 
Yeah. yeah. Kessler saw a good amount of minutes against Jokic in the opener. Uh, important to note that Olenek and Vanderbilt were both in foul trouble in that game because the, the Jazz didn't want to like double Jokic. They just played him straight up, which was kind of bizarre. But I, I mean, yeah, Kessler could average two blocks a game in 18 minutes. Like, you, yeah. just, you just never know. So, yeah, if you're in a deep league, you have to add him. I, I agree. Yeah, I actually like Kessler. I might like Kessler a little bit more than Duran even um, for the remainder of the season, mm. just because I think Kessler's path to starters minutes uh, is a little yeah. bit more clear. Especially in the second half, because who knows if Kelly Olenek's on this team after the trade deadline. I would be surprised. And the fact that they're basically starting marketing at the three, uh, yeah. which is a trend I did not expect to continue after Cleveland did it last year. But but here we are. Um <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with my long shot of the week. Uh, we discussed him briefly earlier. Bruno Fernando, starting center yeah. for the Rockets. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we called out the seven assist that he had in the season opener. Just so everyone knows, his career high in assist before that for, an, for a single game was three. Um, you know, a- averaged about uh, – 0.5 assists per game for his career. I would not expect many more seven dime games from Bruno Fernando, but you know, that's yeah. If, if he's, if he's playing 25 minutes and starting, yeah. um, I don't, I'm not, again, this is a, this is a shallow league avoid for me. 18, 10 team leagues is very unlikely that I think your leagues are deep enough to roster Bruno Fernando but if you're in a 12-team league, 14-team league, he absolutely should be picked up for as long as he's in the starting lineup. You know, at the very least, he'll give you solid rebounds and maybe a couple blocks per game. Um, he's never going to be a guy who takes a lot of shots. Even in those 25 minutes, he he attempted uh, three shots from the floor. Um, so so he's not an offensive powerhouse by any means, and, and it's probably going to be uh, a brief stay in the starting lineup. But while he's in there, he's worth picking up in deep leagues. Houston's on a four-game week this week as well, so um, good go. good opportunity to add him. Ken, your dull suggestion of the week. Uh, my dull suggestion is really more of a know your league rules and make a move. See if your league has an IR spot, and don't make the mistake of thinking that spot's only for when someone you already have rostered gets hurt. Use it now. For instance, I just added Jonathan Isaac. It was a 10-team league. But you can add Jonathan Isaac directly in Yahoo League straight to IR. We don't know when he Isaac's coming back, but he's a human pogo stick. And when he does, he's going to dominate on blocks, on rebounds. Um, so use that IR spot. Markel Fultz, I think, uh, uh, applies there as well. Uh, don't just let your IR spots go empty. That's my dull suggestion of the week. I'll also throw in one more uh, long shot. Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy is sooner or later going to pass Herbert Jones on the depth chart in New Orleans. He's got the far higher upside. He's only owned in, uh, rostered in 18% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, but that is my dull suggestion of the week. Yeah, that's a good call, Ken. There are already some guys worth grabbing. If you're in a shallow league, Bogdan Bogdanovich maybe is available if you're doing like an eight-teamer or something like that. Um Let's go to our friends at Vivid Seats. The NBA is back. On behalf of Vivid Seats, let's get one thing clear. Nothing beats seeing your favorite team beat every other team live and in person to the sound of thousands of streaming fans. Vivid Seats believes 
that real fans deserve to be rewarded and that you deserve a ticketing platform that not only makes it easy to find great deals, but also rewards you all season long. Vivid Seats is the only ticketing company where you can earn rewards with every purchase. No one else has that. They even have a 100% buyer guarantee that your ticket will be as legit as your love for the game. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today and use promo code ROTOWIRE for $10 off your first $100 purchase. That's promo code R-O-T-O-W-I-R-E for $10 off your first $100 ticket purchase. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. That's ROTOWIRE for $10 off your first $100 ticket. Okay, gentlemen. Take us to your Friday DFS picks brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. I love real cash. 11-game slate today. Uh, We have the highest over-under is 233. That's Rockets at Grizzlies. And as always, if you want the latest injury updates, Go to our website, Rotowire. We have it all. Um, and it's, it's always fluctuating throughout the day. Trust me, it is always changing. Um, <laughs> Alex knows uh, because he's making those changes, baby. I am. As are, as is the rest <laughs> of our team. Um, I will, I'm going to kick things off. Um, as was mentioned in our waiver wire section, Santi Aldama is in the aforementioned Memphis Houston game with the 233 over under. And for some reason, he is listed at $4,300 at fa- on FanDuel. Um, and uh, he's going to play like 30 minutes. Dylan Brooks is uh, doubtful. Um, to me, this is a lock. This is an unquestioned lock. I think you absolutely have to have him in your lineup. Yeah, he was one of the first players I put in my lineup for Friday night on FanDuel. Uh, I-, I had him in the season opener as well. That, that worked out. He was much, he was closer to minimum price uh, on that day. Um, I, I do expect one more big game and we'll see Santa Claus uh, get, get boosted up in, in, in cost there. His salary will definitely go up on FanDuel. Um, but for tonight, I mean, like you mentioned, Al, that's one of the, that's the highest over under for the night. There are numerous values. It's not just Aldama. You also have Jalen Green uh, is only 6,400. Uh, you could go Fernando again if you're feeling spicy. I I, I am not going with Fernando. He's 4,500. I think there's a bit more risk with him. You know, like we discussed our minutes ago, the, the offensive upside is limited for him. Um, I do think there's still risk attached to Aldama. He could start off 0 for 5 or get into foul trouble because he's not used to playing 30 minutes per game at the NBA level yet. And then Clark sees a big boost. Uh, and more run off the bench, but I love him at that price. And I'm going with Aldama, going with Jalen Green. Get a might work in some some guys, uh, some more guys from that game as well as I make final tweaks in my roster. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, the other game with the over under over two thirty is Spurs Pacers. Uh, Spurs were a little weird. Like Trey Jones didn't play especially well. Vassell played badly. Uh, Zach Collins made an appearance for 12 minutes and blocked four shots. That was bizarre. Indiana, missing Miles Turner. We talked about the Isaiah Jackson situation. 
Chris Duarte got injured a little bit. Uh, and that, that led to some Matherin minutes. I don't know 100% how to read this game because this is two tanking teams going up against each other, but I'm not expecting a longer resistance for Tyrese Halliburton, who played very well in the previous game. But I, I, I'm still happy to go back to the well with like Trey Jones and Devin Vassell, even though they didn't necessarily play that well in the opener. Trey Jones is 5,100. Uh, Vassell, 5,800. Both of those guys have 30 to 40 fantasy point upside, especially Vassell. So I think they're pretty easy to, to squeeze into your lineup. And Terry Taylor... I don't expect a ton on him, but he's 3,900. If you're looking for someone under 4,000 and just tossing your lineup and stack everyone else, that's an option. Yeah, Vassell had, he led the Spurs in usage uh, in the season over 27.3%. Uh, he took 15 shots. He was 0, 3 for 15, 0 for 8 from downtown. You know, if those shots just fall at the usual clip, he ends up having a decent game. Um, played 29 minutes in a game that the Spurs lost by 27 points. So there, there's absolutely opportunity where Vassell and Jones play more minutes. Jones only 24 in that season opener. Um, you know, Josh, Josh Primo is another guy. He played 26 minutes off the bench uh, and finished with 10, 3, and 5. Um, I, I'm fine if you're looking for the value going with any of those guys on the Spurs. I, it, there's just going to be – there's some risk involved because you never know which one's going to pop off on a given night. Um, other guys I like for tonight, um, I like Simons against uh, uh, Anthony Simons against the Suns. Simons is only 5,700. Um, Cam Johnson, the other side of that game, Cameron Johnson for the Suns is 4,300. Uh, you know, he, he's locked into the starting lineup. He only played 27 minutes in the opener. Um but I, but I think that will grow and he'll play more minutes, especially if they're they're competitive games. Um, looking at some of the higher priced options, though, for the slate, I love DeRozan. We mentioned DeRozan earlier. If Levine and Lonzo Ball are out, and DeRozan is is you know priced under ten thousand dollars, he's a must start for me on these DFS slates. I think that's a good call. Yeah, he's going to continue um, seeing a ridiculous amount of usage, and Washington doesn't really provide much defensive resistance. <laughs> Ken, I want to ask you a little bit about the Celtics. Um, you know, they were on the first slate of the season. And um, do you have any insights about, like, the rotation? I mean, Mal Malcolm Brogdon looked great. You know, they don't really have a backup center situation. Boy, Brogdon uh, did look great. They're yeah. super thin at center. Uh, Noah Vonley getting major minutes. To me, is a screaming red light yeah. <laughs> about the future of the team. But uh, my goodness, I mean, um, yeah, Al Horford got into hey, every center in the NBA is going to get into foul trouble trying to guard Joel Embiid. That happened to Horford, but it does highlight how weak they are in the front court. They're going to play a lot of small ball. Man, Brogdon just fit in seamlessly. Derek White got the start, but uh, really modest minutes. He's going to do non-box score stuff for that team. But um, Blake Griffin got major minutes, and I think that's going to hold out throughout the season. Also a bit of a red light. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, they're going to need a big, and it's not going to surprise me uh, if they make a deal to trade the line. A lot of crazy stuff out there about when or when not Time Lord's coming back. There was that report from Sham about second half of the season. And Brad Stevens was a little coy about that in a recent interview. He didn't quite agree with that report. Uh, he didn't confirm nor deny. So there's a little optimism 
I know we've got him at January one on RotoWire, and I think there's a 30% chance he actually comes back in December, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know. They need they need another big. They could have used Bruno Fernando, who they cut. So <laughs> they, maybe they regret believing, uh, letting go of Bruno. We'll see. They, they cut a starting center. This is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, they're going up against the Heat tonight. Um, I think that'll be a really strong defensive matchup. Understandably, it is the lowest over-under of the night mm-hmm. at a uh, at a cool 218 and a half. Um, but a game, if you're trying to if you're trying to be a little contrarian, um, those are the games where you can target. Um I mean, I mean, really what's happening is Tatum and Brown are just putting them on the back more. And then Malcolm Awesome scoring off the bench. You know, while we wrap up our uh, DFS segment, I should point out FanDuel is providing a special offer to all new users. Sign up for FanDuel, play $1 in an NBA contest, and receive $10 free instantly. I'm sure there's some legal stuff you should read before committing your dollar. (laughs) That's always the case. Um, let's Let's just roll into the old man rant, Ken. Arg. How can the Lakers still not have any outside shooting? How? Last season's squad was old and embarrassing. This year's supporting cast is young and embarrassing. Russell Westbrook shot 0 for 11 last night. Oh, and post-game, he thought he had a pretty good game. 0 for 11! Patrick Beverly shot 1 for 7. Kendrick Nunn, 0 for 7. As a team, they were 9 of 45 from three. That's 20%. Maybe don't shoot 45 threes if you're only shooting 20% from there. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know LeBron needs shooters. Get him shooters. Arg. And Celtic reject Matt Ryan does not count. Does not count. Nick and I were talking over Slack the other day about, you know, could this be the worst modern three-point shooting team of all time? So I went back and I looked on StatHead, by the way. Since 2015-16, the worst three-point shooting teams. Number one, ironically, the LA Lakers from 2015-16, featuring a team with Kobe Bryant, Swaggy P, um, uh, Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, Robert Sacre was, was on Ingram that team. still with him then, or was Ingram? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But sorry, I was looking sorry. through like the listed yeah. uh, three point shooters. Um, but uh, the second worst three point shooting team was last season's Oklahoma City Thunder at 32%. So, but yeah, I think the Lakers have a very good chance of, um, of being that this year. Um, although LeBron. You know, LeBron last night, second half, he was just trying to bully people. Like, I, he was going yeah. down low for offensive rebounds, slamming into people. Um, dare I say he was setting a tone on both ends of the floor um, before they ended up putting Russell Westbrook in the game and losing. Uh, so that will uh, – I don't think we have any mispronounced names today. Um, like, like Taylor, Green, Eason, <laughs> Isaac. Yeah, so we avoided that today. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on the uh, Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by Top Shot. Ken, take us out of here. And let's go back to YouTube, to the Rotowire YouTube uh, page, where I had a, f- a friendly exchange with longtime, longtime podcast fan Dante Trev, 
Dante posted on our page, longtime podcast listener, first time putting faces to the voices, wild experience. I then <laughs> replied via the Rotowire account, Dante, thanks for listening and watching. Which host's face surprised you the most? Dante <laughs> replied, Ken being a ball cap guy was a curveball. The old man rants had me thinking he was borderline geriatric. Yeah, you look good. You look good for your age. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Attention passengers, this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.